With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. The Iowa State Patrols released the names of those killed during Friday's single vehicle fatality accident in Grundy County. Just before 7 a.m. Friday, a 15-passenger van was heading westbound on U.S. Highway 20 near the Wellsburg exit. The driver lost control of the vehicle, entered the median. The vehicle rolled over and came to rest on the eastbound lanes of Highway 20. The van was occupied by 13 passengers and the driver. Four people were killed. The Iowa State Patrol reports that 22-year-old Irvin J. Borntrager, 4-year-old Emma Borntrager, 2-year-old Rebecca Borntrager, and 1-year-old Marlon Borntrager died as a result of injuries sustained in the accident. They were all from Delhi and Delaware County. Nine other people, including six adults and three children under the age of five, were injured in the crash. None of the occupants were using seatbelts or child restraint devices, and the crash remains under investigation. Last night, the Franklin County Sheriff's Department arrested 30-year-old Carlos Carrillo of Hampton for a first offense OWI. He was also wanted on a Franklin County warrant for a charge of larceny, and that was for Carlos Carrillo. This morning, the Butler County Sheriff's Department arrested 20-year-old Jacob Clay of New Hartford on a charge of serious assault. Clay posted bond and was released from custody. Saturday morning, the Franklin County Sheriff's Department arrested 19-year-old Malia Corwin of Hampton, who was wanted on an Iowa Falls warrant for a charge of forgery. Corwin was later released. Friday night, the Iowa Falls Police Department arrested 38-year-old Troy Jensen of Alexander, who was charged with driving while barred. Jensen was later released from custody. Earlier this month, Sukup Manufacturing Company announced that plans are underway to build an additional child care facility in Sheffield. Company leaders say they are teaming up with Charlie Brown Preschool and Child Care in an effort to positively impact families and communities across North Iowa. Emily Schmidt, Chief Administrative Officer for Sukup Manufacturing, tells Radio On The Go News the project's been in the works for some time. For a family-owned business, we know a lot of pressures go on all the family members outside of just the employee. And we had heard through the grapevine, but also through the pandemic, the need for more child care centers. The state opened up a business incentive grant to encourage businesses to be partners, not just more of a supply chain for child care centers, but partners in it. With the grant, business has to have a child care center near their location. So that's why in Sheffield it was chosen for student manufacturing is because it had to be near our own manufacturing facility. And we're really excited about this. We did a lot of work with a survey done beforehand and working with HR and other community members of just the need for more child care for the area. Charlie Brown Preschool and Child Care has served North Iowa for more than 50 years, currently has two locations in Mason City and one in Clear Lake. The site for the child care center is undeveloped land by First Grace Baptist Church in Sheffield. The new facility will be an addition to longtime Sheffield provider Apple Daycare. Schmidt says work on the project will begin this fall. We're working with the different local areas. How can we get the fundraising started? How should we kick this off? We'll have some exciting updates within the next few months of some of those fundraising ideas, which we'll reach out to everybody about. But also, getting the partners in place will be key since it is a matching grant that we receive from the government. So we don't know. We have to raise $1.2 million to receive $1.2 million. They do have a lot of, as you would understand, red tape when it comes to government grants. So we are trying to navigate those 
So we'll have to navigate those and that might extend the timetable a little bit as we go along. We'd love to get it before our next busy season as we can because the summer is definitely our busy season for employment. The goal is to have the new facility open in the summer of 2024. Pro football fans in Iowa who would like to see the Super Bowl in person in Arizona next month need to roll up their sleeves and donate blood. Josh Murray, spokesman for the American Red Cross in Iowa, says a special promotion between the agency and the NFL runs through tomorrow. Anyone who comes to get blood, uh, you'll be entered into a chance to win two tickets to the Super Bowl. Uh, we also have, uh, we'll take care of your airfare, hotel nights, accommodations for three nights. Uh, we're also going to give you a gift card, about $500 for some other expenses that you might have uh, while you're there. One in seven patients who go to a hospital need a blood transfusion, but only 3% of Americans give blood. If you've never donated a pint before, Murray says it's an easy procedure and it's vital to saving lives. So the whole donation, the whole process from door to door is going to be about 45 minutes maybe, but the donation itself takes less than 10 minutes. You know, we have to do some questions and check your uh, blood pressure, things like that before. We'll get you situated, get you on there, get the donation will be quick, and then we'll get you some snacks and get you on your way. Winter time is the slowest time of the year for blood donors, so Murray says they've tried to make it as simple as possible to sign up to give. It's real easy. You can go on 1-800-RED-CROSS or you can visit redcrossblood.org. Uh, both those uh, places, you'll ask for your zip code. You put that in, it'll come up with all the opportunities to give over the next several weeks in your area. you find one that works for you, works for your location, and uh, able to make an appointment right there. The Super Bowl is scheduled itself for February the 12th. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Belmont Clemmy Superintendent Dr. Dan Frazier, who will discuss several topics, including his opinion on the just-signed-into-law Students' First Act by Governor Kim Reynolds. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.